Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Tommy, and I'm, today I'm joined by a few amazing people. I'm joined by Sarah and I'm joined by Aiden. So this is the first time Sarah is coming on the podcast. So yeah, welcome, Sarah. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm doing great. So it's good to have you. And we had Aiden previously on episode 11. So it's good to have you again, bro. How are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me back on. Um, doing well. I mean, as, as well as we can be after the result yesterday. But yeah, in, uh, in other life. Yeah. Very well. Thanks. Shocking. And yeah, we should be expecting Judah any moment. So yeah, we'll just start with, without him. But yeah. Um, so yeah, guys, how did you, how did you like, I don't know for you, I don't know about you, but for me, it was a difficult game to accept. I mean, we, we, we literally dominated Manu and then we come away with a draw. Aiden, how do you feel about that? Like, what was your reaction to the lineup and everything? Yeah, so it's, it's kind of uh, been a bit of a domino effect over the last few weeks, I guess, um, with this result being kind of the, the, uh, cherry on top of the cake I suppose for me personally um I think the lineup was was kind of what we expected wasn't it really um it's kind of the f- the, the same front three as we've had recently um obviously Kovacic is out so it was obviously I think going to be Jorginho and Kante in there and the back line's fairly predictable at the moment as well so nothing really stood out to me in terms of the lineup but yeah um it's hard to put into words how we didn't really get a win yesterday um it's Shocking, really? Yeah, it's 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 undescribable really for me because it's it's a constant it's a constant thing that's happened throughout the season where we've drawn these silly games that have completely fizzled out our hopes of of kind of challenging for any sort of title and I think especially the Arsenal game, the West Ham game, the Man United game, it it's opened my eyes to how important this summer's going to be for Chelsea. Um, and it's kind of opened my eyes as to where we are as a club in terms of challenging because we still have a lot to play for. And I just think that the performances we've seen over the last three games have just been bang average. Um, and the Arsenal one was poor. West Ham one was flat. We got the win, obviously, but it was very flat. And the Man United game yesterday is just kind of what it's so obvious. I think I, think I said on Twitter yesterday, it's exactly how Chelsea fans expected it to be. So yeah, very disappointed. We've got a big summer ahead of us. We need to back the manager. So yeah, very disappointed. It's crazy. Hopefully the ownership situation dilemma gets sorted soon. But um, Sarah, how was your, how was your reaction to the match? Like the lineup and everything? How were you feeling before the match started? Before the match started, I knew we would either lose or we would draw. Yeah, we'll lose or we would draw. Wow, against my new. Yeah, Seriously. I was expecting that. I wasn't expecting anything new. Because we've not won since 2013, and we have Ronaldo. I never expected us to like win by a margin or something. So my expectation for this team is low, and even our next match, I'm not even confident. That's the result. Aiden, I'm going to come to you, but let me introduce Judah. Judah, how are you feeling after the match? Because you know. I mean, what was your reaction going into the match? Look, I've been I've, I said it from the onset, even <laughs> even like since the Arsenal game, like before the Arsenal game, I decided that we are most likely not going to win, you know, against Arsenal and United. And I don't know, I don't want to say I don't want to say I'm happy it has turned out that way, but <laughs> at least um I'm I'm glad that we've seen that I wasn't um you know being controversial or something <laughs> like you all claimed. <laughs> because um at the end of the day, you know, it is what it is. We didn't we didn't win against Arsenal and look at what they played yesterday against United. I mean, throughout the first half we had all the possession, all the all the um momentum and everything to go on and win the game, but Instead, they were just missing chances and you know just playing like they were not they were not um I don't know motivated to win the game or something. So I, I yeah. really don't know. Just I I just guess it's 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 um I don't know. Should I say one of those things? You know because um we've not won at Old Trafford since twenty seventeen as far back 20, as that 20, or something 30, like that. So yeah, yeah. So I mean that's that's really a long. <laughs> A long time, I must say, and uh, I don't know. I don't know. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, Aiden, 
Um, do you, you heard what Sarah said, yeah? Like, she says she's not feeling confident about the next game. And she's not the only Chelsea fan, because I've heard lots of Chelsea fans saying um, they're not feeling confident going into the next game. And obviously, you know, the next game is against Everton. And it's shocking, because Everton are 19th. So, um, 18th. 18th, yeah? At time of recording, 18th. So, I mean, it's weird. I, I, I feel like of all the bad things happening in the season, I don't think that should be a game we should worry about. Even though... I recognise that Everton are a bogey team to us. What do you think? Yeah, I think we saw yesterday, didn't we, that we definitely have bogey teams. And the fact that we haven't won at Old Trafford since, like you said, 2013, you yeah. know, as much as we can't really understand the mind of football players, of course, you know, people think about that kind of thing, you know, especially when they're playing on the pitch. So, yeah, I think it's, as Sarah said, it it's exactly what I expected to happen, a one all or we or we maybe lose or maybe nick it. Like Sarah said, I, d- I didn't expect a, a vast margin of goals because we just haven't got that finisher that can put them away. And um, mm. I said on Twitter yesterday, Tuchel coached a, a 4-5-1 yesterday. Uh, <laughs> players just aren't, unfortunately, at this moment in time, aren't producing the quality. Um, yeah, you can see that. Do, do I think we should worry about Everton? Um, they've got everything to play for at the moment and we are stumbling. I do think that they're going to be coming out fighting and um, they could potentially cause an upset and it's on the cards. And um, by the way, we've played over the last three games. It's been flat ever since the Madrid game. So, yeah. Yeah, def- you could definitely say that. I mean, I think they got mentally exhausted from the Madrid game. I mean, I, I know as a fan, I'm, you know, I'm already tired. So, you can imagine how the players feel. But again, it just shows how we dominated that game against Manu and then we come, ag- come away one point. But yeah, um, Let's go into we, the... We do it. We do it a lot. We do that a lot. <laughs> true though, true, true. We do that a lot. I mean, Burnley... Even Tuchel spoke about it actually on the Chelsea thingy. Um, he spoke about Brighton, West Ham. So, no, not Brighton, sorry. He spoke about Burnley, Brighton, um, uh, Manu. Games of drawn, mm-hmm. you know, silly games, you know. But it's okay, it's okay. Let me go to Sarah. Um, so, let's go into the details of the match. Sarah, so man of the match. How about man of the match? Man of the match. Yeah. Marcus or Georgie? One of them. Okay, moment of the match. What moment stood out for you? What moment? Um, the goal, obviously. The goal. It, it <laughs> has to be the goal. So, your man of the match, your, your man of the match is Alonso. Yeah. And the goal is a moment for you. All right, cool, cool. All right, um, Judah, how about you? What about the, who was the man of the match for you and moment of the match? Um, yeah, man of the match, um, definitely Rhys James. That should be the one of the match. Mm-hmm. And um, moments of the match, um, I don't know. It has to be two two moments of the match. One one was the Kayavat's miss because <laughs> I was like, oh my days. As in, I don't know. I, I really don't know what was going through his head. I mean, that was like more than a clear chance if possible and it's something that you should be bearing if that was Romero Lukaku in that situation I'm very sure I'm very sure there would have been riots there would have been riots at uh, at Auburn this <laughs> this morning you know just because of that so I don't know how I really don't know how nobody's roasting roasting him up because of that on Twitter on Twitter but but anyway yeah, that's my first moment of the match. And then second moment of the match is how they lost concentration and considered the goal literally like, I don't know, two minutes, one minute or something after they scored. I mean, it was just such a typical Chelsea Chelsea goal to concede. So yeah, I, that was my second moment of the match because immediately that goal went and I was like, nah, the game is over. The, the game was obviously going to end 1-1. One, one, one. I mean, that was it. So yeah, yeah this were my two moments of and um okay yeah man of the match I decided yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um Aiden how about you or oh, should I say mine before you say yours yeah go ahead so for me Alonso's goal was so special because I've been waiting for I've been waiting for an Alonso goal for a long time actually and to be fair I forgot that he actually scored against Southampton because I know he scored against Madrid and I know he got chopped off so I've been waiting for a while so I'm glad he finally got I finally got to see him score again after such a long while. But yeah, it was a smashing finish, you know. Smashing, smashing finish. Man of the match, I'd probably say is James as well. You know, but yeah. 
Um, yeah, Aiden, how about you? Um, you could answer what Judah said about the Kai Havertz criticism because I can answer it, but he knows I love Kai Havertz, so I just want to get a different perspective. Mm. But yeah, so yeah, yeah. of course, I'll give you my the match and moment of the match, and I'll kind of discuss maybe the Kai Havertz. Um, man of the match for me as well is Reese James, I think it had to be Reese James, he was incredible yesterday. Um, and I think. We need we we really need to drop this narrative that Trent Alexander Arnold can cross better than Reese James. I just, <laughs> I just don't think it. Exists. Yeah, I don't think and continue to use that against Reese James. And I'm not one for comparing players, but because I think if let them both ball out at the same time, they can coexist. We don't have to choose a best or worst. But I think if if we're forced to that decision, we shouldn't be saying, "Oh well, you know, Trent's got a better cross." I don't think that that's a thing anymore. Um. Moment of the match for me as well is that Kai Havertz miss in the first half. Um, it just epitomises our problems at Chelsea is that we get into those positions so often and we're wasteful. And this is why we draw these games um, to Manchester United, a very poor Manchester United team. We almost um who played a B team pretty much against us and they, they, they played well. Um, and obviously our home form has not been good this season. Um, so there's a lot to think about, but... Yeah, in terms of the Kai Havertz criticism, I, I can't really criticise Kai Havertz. He's had a great season. Um, it's a game where he's not taken the chances to win us the game, and that's that's on him, and he probably knows that. But yeah, without Kai Havertz this season, we're we're in a whole world of trouble because of his goals and this. Obviously, Lukaku's not come good, so I can only um, I can only say thank you to Kai Havertz for stepping <laughs> up in a position where he shouldn't. Really um, in my opinion, but yeah, uh, yeah, Judah, yeah. The thing is that there's no player that is above criticism because, um, you know, even Leon Messi is is not above criticism. So I mean, it's okay to criticize, you know, a player that probably I don't know hasn't played well for like three games now or something. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't been the kind of that we all know. And I've always I've I've I don't know I've said it on the on the podcast here. Yeah quite a few times that i think i really believe he needs a good rest like a rest for like maybe two games or something and ubi also said that so i mean i believe what he just needs is just like maybe a rest let him just take a rest and and i think he really needs that rest before the liverpool game because that's that's like a season decider for us so we need him in a fresh in a fresh um what's it called fresh um frame of mind because i really believe if it's if it's a kayavas that is fully rested mm -hmm. with a fresh frame of mind he's never going to miss that chance that he missed yesterday because i mean the <laughs> the boat boat post was was literally open and he still decided to play it at, at, at the girl you know so but i mean it is what it is but all i wanted to just say that it's okay to you know like I don't know, probably give give a player maybe constructive criticism or something. Just because he has built us out a lot of times does not mean that, you know, we can't criticise him. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, I, I think I, th I think you're absolutely right. I don't think any players above criticism. Um, I don't... I agree maybe now we should rest him um, for a few games. <laughs> that was what I said too. But, yeah, if you look back at the games we've just played, we've played Madrid, we've played Arsenal, we've played West Ham, yeah. which is a derby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who who do we rest Kai Havertz for? Do, do we play Romelu Lukaku? We can <laughs> look. That's the, I, I I I agree that Lukaku isn't the best option. But I mean, what other choice do we have? We just have to <laughs> we just have to use him in it. Like I don't know. <laughs> we just have to use him and and just. You know, Let me guess, Sarah. Yeah. Um, Sarah, what do you think about what the guys have said? I don't think he means rest, but then. We cannot rest him. We cannot afford to play Lukaku because when we play him, it's like we are playing with him. And so I think that's how come Tuko is still playing Kai because he knows Kai needs He said it yesterday, but then he has not decided to rest him because his only option is Lukaku. Unless he decides to play Pulisic as a fourth nine or go with Timo as the only nine, which doesn't help. So... That that will be a lot of disrespect to Lukaku. <laughs> He's not good enough. It's not like it's exactly. If yeah. he was contributing, putting in an effort, maybe Tuko consider. He came on the last game and he has done nothing. So it's fair, fair. 
I don't know. Look, I don't want to go into um, another Lukaku argument or something, <laughs> or it will be like I'm advocating for him or something. But look, the the this Lukaku uh, issue is not all down to Lukaku. Down to I mean, it's team it's teammates as well. No, no, no. For for instance, for instance, for instance, mm-hmm. um, um, sorry, sorry, Tommy, yeah, yeah, Tommy, yeah. look at the the chat. I told you to go and watch to go and take a look where <laughs> uh, Messi Mount completely ignored in Lukaku's run that he I was free on goal if he had made. Yes, yes I know that it's been there if you are not going to make an effort. <laughs> To try, okay, Mason is not a good creator. Everyone knows this. But if you, Lukaku is not going to make an effort to try and drop deep, or he's hiding behind the ball because of his first touch, it makes no sense. So, yeah, he, he shouldn't even I mean, play. He should be sold. He's not built that way. That's what, that's he's not built that understand. way. But you, he's you, not just you have to try. Yeah, I understand what I'm saying. I, I agree with you. I actually agree with you to to a to an extent. You know, like saying he, he doesn't drop deep and you know or do that kind of stuff. But what we need to understand is that this guy is not young. Is is 20, 28 or twenty nine or something like that. So he has been in the game for a long while. Yeah. You can't just expect him to to automatically you know just start dropping He's deep and you know adapting He's his not game. Kane. We know, but if we are not going to this, is, we are not giving Lukaku excuses. He needs to do better. No, 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 just before you continue, we all keep forgetting that Lukaku is so new. He, he's, he's just, he's just new to the team. He hasn't even used. He's new to the team. Us, is that an know? excuse? And was that an excuse for Timo? Is that another excuse you guys? You used guys have me. I, I don't use any excuse for Kai. The same Timo was suffering last season because of people not picking him out, but just because he missed many chances. Because he gets into positions, people thought, "Yeah, we create a lot, so let's get Lukaku." Now we are here, and people are saying, "Mount um, did not find Lukaku." This and that. That was not it for Timo. If we had good creators, yeah. But I just wanted to say, I just wanted to say, like the the point is, the point is, Kai needs rest. Avas needs rest, and I've been saying it. I've been saying it for like the past three games or so. So I don't know. Left to me, I don't see any reason why. Why, um, why Carvers should be starting against Everton on he Sunday? I really believe, like, he will start. Well, when you talk, so when, when, he miss, when he misses another chance again, then you guys shouldn't complain. I'm not complaining, I'm not saying. complaining, but the team does not create a lot, it's a problem. City can create 10 chances and score like two or three, but when Chelsea creates one chance and Kai misses it, everyone is complaining. Okay. So, so. Yeah, so yeah. now look at take a look at what you said. Now you said the team does not create yes. a lot, but you are still trying to blame Lukaku. Lukaku is not a serious footballer. If you are, he's not a serious footballer. No effort. <laughs> okay. No, nothing. Just one second. Let me bring Aiden. What do you think about this theory that um the Chelsea players don't really like Lukaku and they're not passing to him? Because Judah spoke about a moment that happened against West Ham where. Mason Mount had the ball. It was towards the end of the game. Mason Mount had the ball and Lukaku was free. But uh, Mason Mount then passed to Lukaku. What do you think about that theory? It's not just that occasion. I'm sure the guys can tell you other occasions. But what do you think? Yeah, um, I think it's, to, to kind of answer shortly, I think it's just the system. Mm. Because we see off Mount or Kai or whoever it is in the middle of Kovacic sometimes, he's got the ball in the final third and Lukaku is free kind of centrally to pick the ball up with his back to goal. But we do often choose to then go out wide to Reese James, to Alonso, etc. So I think, yeah, I think it's like more muscle memory from the players. It's more the way Tuchel's coached them to maybe play wide more, create the overloads out wide, and then look to get the ball into the box. I think Lukaku wants to come and, and receive the ball, you know, on the edge of the penalty area, and I don't know what he's going to do after that because we don't often give it to him. But I think it's not necessarily like a conspiracy theory against Lukaku. I think it's just more players and um, the players look at Lukaku and they look out wide they see Reese James out wide and they just naturally go that way because that's the way that Tuchel's told them to play which is how we've played since Tuchel's come into the club so it makes sense um, for me it's just a it's just styles make matchups and I just don't think Lukaku's style of play currently fits our system and mm-hmm. gets the best out of him 
But I'm sure if he goes to like a Juventus or a PSG or something, he'll probably score 40 goals. I don't exactly. know. How to... In the previous episode, we debated whether um, Lukaku should start or Havertz because obviously Havertz has been off form for a while. But just like Sarah and Judah said, Aiden, what do you think that? Do you think um, Havertz should be arrested and saved for the FA Cup final? Yeah, it comes back to that thing that I said earlier. We're stumbling across the line. Um, and we're making this very hard for ourselves to secure top four. And currently, you know, in the form that Arsenal are in, I am a little bit worried. And I was speaking to a few guys yesterday and they said, oh, I don't really care if we come fourth or third aren't. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, what are we playing for then? We just... Um, so to answer your question, do I think Kai Havertz should be rested? Yeah, he should be rested before the FA Cup final. I 100% agree with that. But I don't think we should rest him until top three is nailed, is a nail in the coffin. And I think if we beat Everton, it is a nail in the coffin. After that, we can rest him. But, you know, for these games, they're still important to us. They're still important to our season. And we've got to play our best players. And if Kai Havertz says he wants to play, he's probably going to play. Um, but yeah, I, I do agree. He should probably be rested before the Liverpool game. For me, I think third place is secured already, but yeah, it's okay. Um, Sarah, what do you think? I mean, don't you remember any talking from point from the match yesterday? I mean, um, Ziyech didn't come on. Pulisic had a stinker. I don't know if you can explain the Ruben substitution. What do you think? I can't explain anything. It's on the coach. He decided to <laughs> leave Ziyech off and kept Mount on. Mount has been poor for weeks, but he still plays in. Mm. As to for reason, no one knows because his person is it's it's not there anymore. He doesn't quit. He doesn't do anything. So what does ZH needs to do to come into the team? If the um the four players make any mistake or they don't score something, he benches them. Except Mount. Mount can play Balian. He'll still play him and leave ZH on bench. And Pulisic is being poor, so I wouldn't even like speak much about him. So we expect him to do better. And yeah, with Kai, I'll play this Kai over a fully fit Lukaku. <laughs> that says I do not want the guy to play for us again. Yeah, me too. No effort. But yeah, Judah. <laughs> Judah. So in regards to yesterday, like, what do you think about the substitutions and all that? How can you, how can you, like, how can you make a case for Lukaku, Pulisic, and Ruben when they came on? Um, look, um, I wouldn't really fault um Tuchel on any of that. I would rather fault the players Tuchel because basically, for one, <laughs> no, look, for one, he put in he put in Loftus Cheek because obviously we needed drive in the midfield. Mm -hmm. We needed someone that would you know run with the ball or at least you know be able to move the ball forward more than more than what's you know more than um what Kante can do with the ball. And obviously we all agree. Yeah, it's I'm not saying he wasn't doing fine. I mean he was stopping wrong was, sub. Wrong sub, no, all no, of no. them. Lukaku has been poor for weeks. As a substitute. <laughs> Yet Tuko is thinking that I'll bring him on and he will score he will score where? So, 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 so wait, 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 what what's where you're expecting him to do then? To leave, leave to Timo keep on to leave um Ava Timo, no, Timo on. Leave on. Timo on. Maybe take her and, and bring him to or ZS. And then play him central, bring ZS on and shift Mount to the left or something. Or we were playing with the front two, so Mount is just behind. He was thinking Lukaku <laughs> Lukaku do something. It's wrong. <laughs> He's been making a wrong substitution. Look, look. The, 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 the fact is the, the truth the truth is that whenever I like it or not we're just it's because you're just it making us turn in hindsight. It should be a bit ruthless right. or we are going nowhere. The, the same Lukaku, the same Lukaku you are talking about, mm -hmm. the same Lukaku you are talking about, he literally came on against West Ham and played well. Yes, he no. did nothing no, as, wait, yes, aside no, the no, penalty, no, no. like winning the penalty. It, it was just luck. Wow. Luck. Wow. I never. I, I never thought I never thought I would meet someone that hated Lukaku more than. Pulisic more than came on and scored, and <laughs> still mean, came on and dropped the stinker. So that doesn't make an yeah. issue. Winning a penalty, oh, the penalty did not even lead to a goal. So oh. pointless. 
I didn't even mention the penalty. I didn't even mention. No, but Judah, she has a point. Lukaku is not. Oh, so wait, tell me, are you saying are you saying Lukaku didn't play well as well against West Ham when he came on? Hundred million. You you think this is good enough for a hundred million player? We expect impact. He came to Ultra for nothing. West Ham. I. Okay, 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 okay. So, 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 let me answer the initial question mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. I don't know. To me, I wouldn't blame Tuchel for the subs he made. I, like false. I said, I will blame the players because Tuchel, me, I'll the idea. Let me. He's a puppet, yes, man. Yeah, let me try. He needs to be. Yeah, let me try and explain um Tuchel's idea of the subs that he made because basically the the second half after they scored it was crying out for you know we had more control of the ball anyways like we have always had since the first half you know so it was crying out for a midfielder like Kovacic that can run with the ball and create something you know like I don't know drive with the ball and give the ball to you know a, a forward player that kind of thing and we all know the closest thing to that that we have that was available to us on the bench was Loftus cheek so that's why it made a lot of sense when to sense. bring him on and Me, remove, I, and I disagree it didn't make sense because the player didn't play well in it. <laughs> if if Loftus-Cheek had come on and played well, you wouldn't be saying this. That's why I'm saying you're only saying this in hindsight. If it was a player like Kovacic that came on instead of Loftus-Cheek, you would have seen the essence of the sub. Because it's Kovacic. But because it didn't because have Kovacic, it's Kovacic. Loftus-Cheek is nowhere near Kovacic. Yeah, that's why okay, I'm so why Loftus-Cheek I am saying the is on the player, not on the coach. Don't wait. you get? That's, that's, what that's what I'm saying. The game is on the table. Yeah, I blame them. And okay, wait, wait. that's that's the that's the Loftus cheek. Um, um, what's it called? Loftus cheek sub. And now for the um, you know, bringing on Pulisic instead of um, Zia yeah. or something. Yeah. So I still believe that is still in hindsight because if you look at it, Pulisic had a winning goal for us against West Ham. So obviously, if you if you look to the bench and and you want to decide between Pulisic or, or Ziyech, who do you want to put on? Obviously, you put on the person that that was in you know like in a good form and good you know is obviously yes, um in a good in a good uh, moment. Yeah. moment. Let me let me bring Aiden. I, I want him to be like the tiebreaker. But actually, I'm not gonna lie. So I, I'm actually on Sarah's side because I feel like um, the substitutions were a bit like it should have been the same subs against West Ham that came for Manu. But Aiden, what do you think about the Lukaku? Sarah said she doesn't feel Lukaku did well against West Ham. Four hundred million player. But what do you think about the whole conversation we just had? What do you think? Yeah, I think I kind of I kind of sit on the fence, unfortunately, with it because I can see both sides of of the story on both sides of the argument. I don't think 14 minutes is really long enough to be able to judge if someone's performed well. Of course, he won the penalty, which is great. And, you know, I contribute that to his performance. But I don't think, you know, I think anyone that's played football knows coming on as a substitute. Your first five minutes, you're getting into the game. Then you start to get into the game a little bit more, five to ten minutes. And then, you know, he didn't even have 15 minutes on the pitch. So I think, yeah, great job getting the the penalty, etc., being in the right position. But I can't sit here and say that he performed well because we've got a very small sample size. Did he change the game? Maybe he did, yeah. Yeah, he um, did. He did, yeah. Maybe he did. I think that's I think we could probably agree he did change the game yeah. because he won the penalty. Yeah. Um, but do I agree with the substitutes against Manchester United? I think. No, I I think I would have preferred to see Ziyech and, and Lukaku come um, because I think if you're bringing Lukaku on and we're whipping balls into the box Ziyech only adds to that I agree um, I think maybe the Pulisic substitution was a little bit questionable and I think Judah's right based on him scoring a goal against West Ham it probably just edged him over Ziyech because you know things like that matter but I personally would have rather yeah. seen Aiden, before you continue, you just need to understand that coaches, coaches, they, they, they take into consideration, you know, things like that. Like they look at the look, who, who is on the better momentum? Like who is more likely, you know, to I don't know, have the mindset to come in and do something. It's obviously policy. Yeah, I just think Ziak coming on looks for Lukaku a little bit more um, when he's on the ball, and he he probably has that quality yeah. Yeah, but yeah. to pick out Lukaku for me, more often for me it should have been the same subs the same Pulisic Ziyech and Lukaku that came on against West Ham should have been the same that will come on against Manu because Ziyech 
Ziyech arguably had a bigger impact than Pulisic in against West Ham, arguably. So like you know, Pulisic, he's a goal star, man. He goes like you know. But actually, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, I want to ask you guys about the penalty situation. Um, who do you think should be? Our, how do you think we should solve this penalty situation? Because before Jorginho, we had Hazard. I, I don't know about you guys, but for me, whenever Hazard came on to take a penalty, I was always confident. I was actually always looking forward to how he would like bamboozle the goalkeeper. But now, it's, it's ever since Jorginho took that first penalty against Huddersfield, now it feels like it's a 50-50 scenario. But I don't know. How do you guys feel about the penalty situation? How do you think we should handle it? Maybe I should start with Sarah. Sarah, what do you think? Georgie should remain the penalty taker for me. But maybe he should be smarter when to hop and skip or just go for it. In moments like that, like the last minute pen- penalty with three three points on the fence, he had to just go for it, not hop and skip and hope. But he should remain the penalty taker. Kai is, I think, second. So if Kai is on the pitch and Georgie is in there, Kai has a good record and he can take it. But for me, Kai is not convincing. I know it sounds crazy, but I'll probably go for Marcus Alonso. Ah, I agree. I yeah. I agree as well. Kai, Kai has a good record. Yeah. I think he has missed only is it one? That was the super cup. The super cup. Yeah, but he has only taken. He has only taken two. No, yeah. from his, like two, from right? the Bundesliga, <laughs> he was a penalty taker. Okay, so fair, I'm saying from the Bundesliga to fair. Chelsea. It's a good record. Fair. Fair. All right, Julia, what do you think? For me, I think Marcos Alonso. For me, I think Marcos Alonso. But Julia, what do you think? Yeah, for, for me, <laughs> I don't know. Alonso is, is a long shot for me. <laughs> it's because he doesn't but, start that time. You know, fast, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah, that as well, exactly. That as well. But um, for me, yeah, I agree with Sarah, actually. I would, I would just. Just leave Georgie with there. I mean, it's I don't know. People are asking like, I mean, it's 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 happens. Things like this is happening. Nah, like, like anybody that. can miss a penalty. Not like you know? that. It's it's not it's not. Look, 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 look. Yeah, I'm I'm about to come. To the only reason, the only reason why that bad is just. The keeper gets right. If it was this situation where the keeper went the other way, you guys would be the ones shouting, "Hey, ha! The keeper did this. He flew. He did that. <laughs> he went the wrong way." And you know, it will look so beautiful, like, like the way it has always been. You know, when Jorginho steps up and takes penalties, where the keeper goes the other way. Yeah, but he, but my yeah. own my own problem. My, my, the ball is the Yeah, yeah. Um, um. Can I say this? Keeper got lucky. Yeah, you know he gets right. That was just the only reason. And also as well, I don't know when he was stepping up to take that penalty. He also looked. I don't know. He looked kind of tired. And, you know, you know, I said, you know, I told you when you were celebrating on, on Twitter that uh, it's a goal. I was like, nah, bro, come on, let's score first. <laughs> and and obviously, he didn't score. Yeah, Um. what do you think about the Jorginho situation? Because, I mean, Jordan and Sarah made fair points. But for me, I think Jorginho should be taking off penalties. The problem is we don't... I mean, you can argue Lukaku, you can argue Havertz. But, you know, for me, that's the... Well, what do you think? I think we should definitely look to keep it consistent with Jorginho, but... I think with that penalty against West Ham, me personally, um, rather like, I know this might sound crazy, but I would have rather Lukaku picked up the ball and go, no, do you know what? I'm taking this one. I want to build a bit of confidence. I want to score this winning goal for the club. So when I saw Jorginho on it, like Judah said, he looked tired. He looked, he'd played 90 minutes. It's mentally draining. I would have rather Lukaku had a bit of confidence, gone and said, no, I'm taking this one today. Slotted it back. Because, at a time like that is the perfect time we need a Frank Lampard to blast it as hard as he can down the middle yeah. and win the game for us. For me, it was the, yeah, yeah. For me, it was the manner at which Jorginho took the penalty. Not necessarily that he missed. Obviously, anyone could miss, but it was just so too casual, you know. But yeah, you can carry on. That's why. That's why. Told me. That's why I was trying to explain to you. Like, it's the way he has always been taking it. That is not a new thing. And 
obviously there are times where you know the keeper goes the other way and then the ball easily rolls into the nets. I mean, I've never seen you complain complain any of those times, but no, it's just because it's the manner, it's the manner which that's why it. that's why people are coming out to complain. It's the manner which you took it. It's... I agree with um I definitely agree with Judah. It was if if he puts the goalkeeper the other way and he gives them the eyes and the goalkeeper dives the other way, everyone's like, oh my God, yeah, but, what a penalty that is. How yeah, fair, that? fair, fair. But I agree, like, in the 90th minute, in a game we have to win to secure top four, I'd rather see a little bit more power. Do you know what I mean? A little bit more conviction with the shot, be a little bit more clinical. That's why I was hoping Lukaku or someone else would just grab the ball and go, do you know what, I'm smashing this one as hard as I can and it's going in the back of the yeah. net. Yeah, true. I, I agree, you know, I mean, again, like I said, this is why I said I'd start the topic. Hazard, whenever Hazard steps up to take a penalty, I'm confident. He, this is the manner in which he takes his penalties. It's convincing. Jorginho, ever since he came to Chelsea, it's not a convincing penalty. Yes, it works. It works, I agree. But it's not convincing. That's what, it's not the first time he has missed a pressured penalty at Chelsea. And it's not the first time he has scored a pressured penalty at Chelsea. All I'm saying is that the technique isn't convincing, you know, but it, it is what it is. It's okay. For me, I'll pre- I'd rather have, realistically, we know Lukaku and Havertz are the main people. Personally, I, I like to have Alonso, but that's just a dream. <laughs> but yeah, um, Judah, how do you see the Everton game going? Um, yeah, uh, I, I heard when um, Sarah was saying she's not confident about the Everton game, but nah, I mean, there's no way Everton... <laughs> Is I, I don't see Everton um being an issue basically because they are they are running away in um bottom table so I mean basically we don't have any excuse not to not to win against Everton because I think it's also an away game yeah. if I'm right yeah it is, I mean, it is. so exactly and and we all know we are better away so. I mean, there's no reason not to be confident if I if I must say. So yeah, I I'll go on record and say yeah, it will be a a big win, like you know, like three nil or some or something like that. So yeah, I disagree. I say maybe one nil or two nil, but yeah. Um, Sarah, what do you, how do you see the Everton game going? Because we're going back to see our previous manager. So how do you think the players will handle that? <laughs> the occasion. The players would like to prove a point, especially those. He wanted to sell and those who were not in good terms with him. But at the same mm-hmm. time, he would also want to make a point that yeah, he will beat us. And maybe when he said his team is not ready to compete whatsoever. So both teams both teams have a point to prove. For me, it's a win or a draw against Everton. <laughs> wow, wow. Um, let me bring in Aiden. Aiden. I don't know if you're a big Frank Lampard fan, but I am. Um, how do you see the Everton game going? Is it- sorry, 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 yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, Aiden. Mm-hmm. Um, you are a Frank Lampard fan as a coach or as a player? Both, <laughs> both. <laughs> wow, I'm serious. Wow, both. I have faith that he's going to keep Everton up. Obviously, not against Chelsea, but yeah, yeah Aiden, Aiden, go relegation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I. I I, I, I love Frank Lampard. How can you not like Frank Lampard? I think um, he seems like a little bit of a hard, um, a hard coach to get on with. Um, but at, at the end of the day, like we, I don't think it's very early days to be judging Frank Lampard as to whether he's going to be a good coach or not. It's, I think coaching even more than football, you need to take a little bit more time to judge um, these managers because he's still very young in the game. He's obviously going to go on and continue to, to coach. Yeah. Um, how do I think the Everton game is going to go? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm confident. Um, but like I said to you at the start of the show, I'm definitely aware that Everton are going to come out fighting because they've got a lot more to play for than us at the moment. So I just hope that Tuchel makes the right decisions in terms of the lineup. Um, I hope we don't go too risky and rest too many players. But yeah, I'm confident we can keep a clean sheet and um, and win the game one or two nil, or you know maybe three nil, pushing the boat out a little bit. But yeah. Same, I agree actually. It's going to be like a professional. No, but Aiden, what do you think about Tukul and um, Frank coming together for the first time, coming against each other for the first time? Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. I think it'll be very respectful between the two. Um, obviously, Tukul's had a lot of nice words to say about Lampard. Yeah. 
um, throughout his time at Chelsea. So, yeah, I think it will be a very respectful game between them. Yeah, you're right, actually. I'm actually looking forward to the press conference. I think it's today, right? It should be today because today is Friday. So. Yeah. That, oh, wow. I think it's already done. I think it's already done at the, done now. It should be on YouTube. That's incredible. Uh, but, yeah, I think it will be respectful. It will be nice <laughs> to see him, um, you know, embrace and shake hands at full time. And But hopefully, yeah, Chelsea come out with a yeah. win. Yeah. Um, Judah, how, how are you feeling? Like, I mean, going back to your old manager... What was your take on Frank Lampard? Yeah, I mean, look, like, how do you think the players, Rudiger, Alonso, Jorginho, how do you think all these guys would? I think they'll all shake hands on Hog, right? Yeah. You know? Of, of, <laughs> of course they will. Of course they will. But at the same time, like Sarah said, mm-hmm. they, they will probably want to prove a point to Lampard, you know, like that, you know, especially players like Rudiger or um, Avats wouldn't have the best of times on that aim, you know? So, and. <laughs> I don't know, or, or maybe that won't even be in their mind. They will just probably want to win the game for, you know, just for winning sake. And um, I just want to say, there's, I, I don't know, to say, I don't see any, any, any way Frank Lampard will be at class, at class. Um, You'd be surprised. At class, um, You'd be surprised. No, nah, no. Nah, I mean, nah, I don't see that. Didn't you? I don't see that. Happening. Did you watch the Everton-Liverpool? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Did you watch? Wait, no, wait, 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 wait. Did you watch? Wait, no, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. Did you watch? Wait, 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 going into you know do their normal charity way and you know just maybe give away goals or not just play up to their their standard. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? But it's it's definitely not going to be like a situation of where we will say, oh, um, took out got the formation wrong, or maybe took out got the you know um something wrong. But it will definitely be on the players. That's is if Everton were going to you know get anything from that game. Basically, that's if you ask me though. All right, let me ask let me ask um Aiden this question. Sarah, I'm coming to you. I wanna ask I wanna get Aiden's opinion on this. Aiden. What do you think? The Chelsea fans, like the player, the match going fans, we seem to only have two chants. We only see, we seem to only have like um, Super Tommy Tuku and uh, Super Frankie Lampard chant. I never hear them sing even the Chelsea no, no, Chelsea. No, no. And, and... Chelsea Chelsea? No, 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 Champions of Europe. We yeah, know what yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've never heard that one in a while, but that's, actually, that's, maybe against That's the only yeah. one I always hear. Yeah. yeah. That's the only one I always hear. <laughs> yeah. Aiden, Aiden, what do you think? Like, doesn't it drive you nuts? Like, it does. I don't know. What about you? Doesn't it drive you nuts? Like, we seem our fans seem to be. I'm not trying to, um, you know, take a dig or whatever. I'm just trying to say, like, what I've observed. I don't seem to see a bit of enthusiasm. Bro, bro, take the dig. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was been, I've been to quite a few home games this season. I've actually never seen us lose at Stamford Bridge, which is great. I've been you're the, Van Dijk, you're the Van Dijk of Chelsea, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every I went to a few earlier games and I, I I stopped going towards the middle of the year just because I was quite busy on the weekends. Um, but yeah, I went to quite a few early games in the Champions League. I went to the Juventus 4-0 win, which was great. I went to the 2-all at Liverpool, jealous, jealous. which was great. And yeah, that was epic. That I was an epic day. Actually. That game was, honestly, that game was the best game I've ever been to um, in my whole life. It was amazing. Um, but no, I think I I kind of I kind of have been to the to the stadium over... The last year, I've been to about 10 games this season. Yeah. I went to a few away games, which is near to where I live. Yeah. Um, and the support's always been really good. I think we definitely have more than two chances. No, no, I mean, in, I in, think... in the context of like, for the past five games, for example. But let me just say West Ham. Yeah. West Ham, before West Ham. <laughs> yeah, you. Recent, that's what I mean. Just, just, yeah, of recent. That's what I mean. We seem to yeah, only think, have like, think... two chances. Yeah, even... Chelsea fans seem to like, they. it's kind of like a back and forth between whichever fans are there. Um, so we'll kind of chant something back at the other fans when they sing a chant, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. But yeah, we have a few good chants, and um, I've had a I've had experience in learning them a lot more uh, over the last few years since I've been going. So yeah, we definitely um, we definitely have a good voice, and I've heard other fans, I've heard our fans, and you know, there's I'd say we're definitely up there in terms of um, yeah. some of the best atmospheres. Yeah, I agree. The Liverpool agree. game, Liverpool game was amazing. I agree. Well, again, when um, Stafford Bridge. When, yeah, carry on. Yeah. Sorry, carry on. Carry on. 
I was just going to say, when Pulisic scored the equaliser against Liverpool, that's the loudest I've ever heard <laughs> Stamford Bridge. Yeah, because it was, like, cr- it was crazy. coming down from two goals and all that. I remember how much I yeah. celebrated. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah. But <laughs> I just mean of recent, we seem to have... Obviously, like, you watch the game. What game was it? Um, there was a game... Yeah, the West Ham game. You can see how lackluster the fans were. Like, and mm. the Manu game as yeah. well. Like, we literally only sang Tommy Tuchel Indeed. and the uh, Super Frankie Lampard yesterday. The brand, the brand spot game as well. Yeah, yeah. Let me, yeah. I mean, yeah. Let, let me say this. Mm-hmm. Let me say this. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the moment, right? For me, these last few games, as I mentioned at the start of the show, it's it's made me think. It's a very sad time to be a Chelsea fan. We don't have any owners. Our defenders are leaving. Our two Champions League winning defenders are leaving on a free. Our midfielders are running out of legs, and we've got attackers that can't finish. We're in so much unknown. It's it's a very sad time to be a Chelsea fan. So, to be honest, I'm not surprised that the the supporters aren't aren't as loud and aren't as enthusiastic about everything. We can't win the we can't win the Premier League. We're out of the Champions League. We can win the FA Cup, but Liverpool are in great form. So at the moment, I think especially when I went, there was a lot of buzz around the stadium. There was a lot of like hope that we could do something massive. Um, back then, but now it's just like there's not much to play for. So to be honest, I'm not I'm not surprised. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah, I was yeah. about to, I was about to say it as well, like because the games he mentioned that he went to, those were games when we were still like, you know, feeling comfortable in top position. No, and, the, you know, we're the, still cruising. The Liverpool we're game was eleven points season, behind ten what, Yeah, yeah. Points no, no, but, for example, like yeah, yeah. I mean whenever you play Liverpool, yeah, whenever you play Liverpool, there will always be an atmosphere because you know it's so big it's two big big teams going at it against each other and also the Liverpool fans are always you know always very loud as well and you know I mean no one likes the Liverpool fans so <laughs> so basically yeah the Chelsea fans won't want to be quiet and that kind of thing but yeah I mean I agree with you the, the support hasn't been it hasn't been good, good enough if if I must say so I don't know I don't know I really don't know what, what is wrong or something is definitely wrong let me go to Sarah Sarah can you hear me now I want to ask you this do you have any fun memories from Lampard as a manager? Because we're going to Everton now. And also, about Kante, do you think criticism of Kante is fair? It's fair. For Kante, it's fair. And <laughs> it should be sold. When wow. the, he should <laughs> okay, be okay, sold. Yeah. Every place. As for Lampard, the manager, um, let's see. All the, I think, the latter months of his management made me forget the earlier part. So I, I don't think I've I did not recall anything. No trophies, nothing. Nothing to recall. <laughs> no, the top four was kinda like a trophy. I mean it wasn't. Not not to give, no no I mean I mean in the context in the context of like we knew it was lucky. Lucky it was lucky. Oh come on. Really that the, no, the no, teams no. behind us were so bad. Leicester What? No yes. no, no, no. me <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like him as a manager. I don't. So what? Wow. So why? Why don't you like him as a manager? Why don't I like him as a manager? Because mm-hmm. he's the reason we are in this situation. The <laughs> reason Tuko cannot drop mouth. He's the reason he brought a, a number ten who is not creative and and our strikers are suffering. Who's the number 10? Pulisic. No, he didn't buy Pulisic. It was like Mount a is the team's say. number 10. I mean, position. He's not oh, an okay, 8. Oh, okay. Okay, so okay, people okay. say Mount is an 8. <laughs> He's not an 8. He's a 10. And we are suffering. Tuko cannot drop <laughs> him because he'll give him dark eyes and the media. You see the situation we are in? Now? <laughs> Only one person So who is fair, fair enough, fair enough. I don't like. I don't like Lampard as a manager. Fair enough. Um... Um, um, Aiden, Judah, what do you guys have to say to what Sarah just said about about Lampard as well? Yeah, everything. Yeah, I'm not wrong. <laughs> the Mason Mountain, everything. Like for me, like ever since he's become Everton manager, I do kind of have some sort of like connection to Everton. I do want them to stay up. Yeah, I get um, relegated. So it's my prayer honest, every honest, day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to see Lampard relegated. I want to see Lampard. Everton renegade. He deserves to be in the championship. I just love Lampard too much. Wow. Yeah, but I, I just think I, as a Chelsea fan, I'd rather see Lampard do well rather than do bad. He's not going to do um, well. And ultimately, He's not a good got to remember as well. I, you, you guys that's, have that's cool. too that, many expectations. It's fact. Too many expectations for Lampard. <laughs> he needs to. <laughs> if he goes to the championship, less pressure. 
he can rebuild the squad from there because some of the, the players will leave. <laughs> then keeping the squad, he, and then like his team cannot just get rid of those players unless they are in the championship and then they push for a move. When they stay in the Premier wow. League, I agree. Team. I agree. I think I think the championship. I think the championship would be good for Frank Lampard. Well, yes. experience. he may get sacked though. But he's yeah, he's. If he goes down to the championship with Everton, I don't see him getting sacked because I just don't think they're going to be able to get another young, hungry, ambitious manager like Lampard in yes. with that squad. Um, so for me, I think he'll definitely stay. But yeah, I think Sarah's right. A, a year in the a year in the championship would be great for Lampard. Gerard didn't Gerard didn't do well in Gerard hasn't done well in the Premier League when he's come with Aston yeah, he Villa, hasn't. but he done well at Rangers. He he had that year. He had that year to be able to kind of build a squad at Rangers, same as Patrick Vieira. Patrick Vieira was in the French League, then he went to America, and now he's come to the Premier League with a bit of experience and he's doing well. Um, I do want to say there is one good moment with Lampard as manager, and it was the 4 all Ajax game at Stamford Bridge. That was the best memory of <laughs> Lampard for me. For me, I would say the beaten um, Mourinho at Tottenham. That's actually a good, it was a <laughs> yeah, good segue, good. actually, your favourite. Um, but yeah, Judah, what do you think about the whole, like, what Sarah said? And, you know, you know that's yeah. like, <laughs> I know you... I mean, no, no, no. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't rate Lampard as a manager, but no, not, not up to what Sarah is saying. Okay. Like, Why nah, was nah. I wrong? I mean, you... She's taking it a bit too far. She's what? taking it a bit too, too far. far. Like, it's only like, the like, truth. Where, where she was saying, where... Yeah, no, no, no. Like, like, look, where you were saying you, you hope that he gets relegated yes. and stuff like that. Nah, nah. I mean, that's that's too harsh. <laughs> I mean, mm, he's, 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 a, he's a Chelsea legend. No, Chelsea... if because he's nah. a Chelsea legend, you guys should like want what's good for him. He, if he stays in the <laughs> yeah, prem, so, so why would you want to get because him? he needs to? He needs to. He needs to start from scratch. He's gotten far too like liberty from Derby. Okay, fine. He he came to Chelsea. For Chelsea with that squad, that's not an achievement. Four ten whatsoever. No, and no, then you, to this thing. No, 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 no. Let's get it twice. His name. Nothing no. else. <laughs> not like he's a good manager. He's not. But can 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 we all agree on one thing? Yeah. Can we all agree on one thing? Taking the Everton job was suicide. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That was yes, suicide. Of course it was. Yeah. But that aside, that aside, I also want to say, look, Lampard getting top four in his first season, with actually virtually no experience managing in top flight, was actually a very big achievement for him, I must say. I mean, even even though I don't rate Lampard as a coach, but I must say that was a very big achievement. And I don't think we should undermine it. Yeah, undermining just, it. I don't Me, know. I'm undermining it. Put it, put it down to <laughs> put it down to luck. Put it down to luck or something because it wasn't luck and it, was it wasn't luck. It something was to be undermined. But yeah. If Leicester were serious, <laughs> well, it's fine, it's fine. I mean, if Leicester were serious and um Rogers was not a butler, they would have gotten four. So it was just Yeah, but they've been on serious for three seasons in a row. Yes, so and I'm me, saying I, I the teams behind us are yeah, uh-huh. on serious, which is why Lampard got four. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't but, think but, you can discount I mean, the old, um, the old summary, that season. The old summary is that, yeah, the old summary is that I, for one, personally, I don't rate, I don't rate um, Lampard as a coach as well. But, but yeah, I, to me, I, I just, I just believe um, Everton getting relegated is going to be a major step back for him, even as a coach, even as I don't rate him. I believe the best thing that will happen to him. The best thing that will happen to him, in my own opinion, is that they just manage to stay up and then he can start afresh. He first, cannot start you know, afresh because new, the players will not... New, he cannot you know. sell some most of their players <laughs> because they are so bad. Their players are so bad. So if you go to the championship, the players will force a move, even maybe take a wage cut. But if they stay in the prem, they are not going to be so. Go get them. Who is my name? Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah where I believe where I believe where I believe he got it wrong as well is you know first of all taking the Everton job it was like you know like Aiden said it was a mistake in my own opinion and that aside when he also got the job instead of him to go for players that I feel that he would have needed he, exactly. he was going for players like Van de Beek, Van de Beek and Dele 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 Dele. like 
what what was going on in his head? I mean, it's it's it even solidified the, the the points that I made why I said I don't rate him as a coach because if you are a coach and you know what you are doing, you will know that it's you don't need those kind of. They're trying to re- re- revitalize the guy's career. Yes, yeah, exactly. Told that they'll praise him, right? So that they'll be like, yeah, Lampard was the one who revived. <laughs> Now it's all back to nice, zero, yeah. nothing. Yeah, I mean, it got it totally wrong in that aspect as well. So yeah, I don't yeah. know, I don't know. They'll yeah. be fine. I, I, I really hope they'll be fine. I, I hope they get relegated. I really hope they will. Burnley, you have a lot to say about <laughs> that. But yeah, guys, let's end on this note. Can you just tell me your favorite? Um, actually, I love Aiden's um question. What he said. Can you tell me your favorite Lampard managerial moment for you? Um, are you asking me or anybody? Yeah, Judah Karen, anybody? Oh, okay. Um, for, for me, is that to is that to remember right now? But yeah, I'll probably go for the when when he beats Mario. You know, when 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 he beats Mario. Yeah, I think that was a we, nice. We played three at back that day. To, yeah, yeah. I'm also I'm actually trying to remember if there was actually any other really nice moment. Mm. Nah, I can't think of any. <laughs> I think yeah, I think that would, that would be my. I think that would be my pick as well. Yeah, well, I'm sure. Pick. I'm sure there are better yeah. moments. I'm sure. But yeah, um, Sarah, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but he didn't win any trophy, so <laughs> bro, like, so that, why he to win a trophy? He he had the chance to win Super Cup. Yeah, yes, yes, he had the chance to win FA Cup nah, against Arsenal. Nah, and he didn't. We got, and we got cheated. We got cheated against Arsenal. And he bought this. What do you mean? Nah, nah, nah. Come off it, man. Come off it, man. It's not about cheating. He bought this. He totally bought this. Like we played shit that day, so. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Sarah, what do you think? I know you're you're crit- obviously a bit critical of Lampard, but yeah, um, your favorite Lampard moment, your favorite Lampard managerial moment. Yeah, and I, I said I don't Chelsea, have it. I said I don't recall the early part of his management. Only the latter days, <laughs> and the latter days ruined everything. So, my worst Lampard was it? Uh, my worst Lampard like moment. Yeah, or, as a manager, um, the Leicester match, no, just recently, the Leicester match <laughs> in which we lost. Why so? Everything Two was zero. wrong. Why he so? Was, he, he had lost the, the tactics, everything from that time, like when his, his job was coming to an end. From worst days ever, because when I watch our team play, I'm annoyed, Lampard this Lampard gets it right we can hope but then nothing he still does the same thing over and over again without learning so those are the worst days of Lampard's <laughs> time the ones I recall wow, and the one yeah. I will recall always fair enough fair enough fair enough all right fair enough fair enough all right Judah you want to talk about FA Cup we're going to round up yeah I actually want to I actually want to um yeah Aiden's opinion about the FA Cup as well because to me I would say that was the um was it called the most disappointing moment or how do you put it yeah like the worst moment of lampard's um career because i really feel like we should have really gone on to win that that game because i think i think we're actually playing better than us now that season isn't it yes we were so i mean it was it was so disappointing and surprising you know just for us to go there and then you know not come home with the with the trophy yeah, basically so uh, yeah i just i just wanted to get aiden's aiden's point of view about that yeah i mean yeah i think with the um with the fa cup final i just think it was i put it down to one of those days i think lampard wasn't very experienced he'd never been in an fa cup final as a manager before um obviously the players are trying to play a new system as well so you know, it didn't necessarily come that painful for me, the FA Cup final, because we've won a lot of FA Cups. We get into a lot of finals. We get into a lot of these positions to, to re- redeem ourselves, which we've got this year as well. And we obviously lost the FA Cup final last year. Um, but for me, the worst the worst moment um, under Lampard's management was, um, it was actually the Leicester 3-0. Um, because, yeah, well... It was towards the end of his. It was towards the oh, end of his management nil, at Chelsea. It was two nil. Was it two yeah. nil? My apologies. I thought yeah, it was three. Okay. It like um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the the reason that's my worst is because at that point in time, it was kind of the the dream was over. I think it was a few games later he got sacked, 
Um, and at that point, I think all the Chelsea fans were just like, do you know what? It's it's time for Lampard to go now. And and I kind of we everyone everyone kind of felt that. And obviously, I I I'm obviously going to die on the hill. I love Lampard, so I I didn't really want him to get sacked. I was quite annoyed when he got sacked. I thought yeah. he'd get more time. Yeah, even George Benson. Yeah, one of the guys. Even George Benson said the same thing. Even me, so I didn't want Lampard to be sacked, but unfortunately. Why? How? I mean, I I knew I knew I knew love, knew if love. I wasn't like oh wow how do you want Lampard to be sacked when we were playing shit? I knew <laughs> I, I agree. knew I, I knew was going to I knew was going to get sacked by December. I mean, it was obvious. Yeah, when we lost to Arsenal and all that. So yeah. Um, for me, my worst Lampard moment was him persisting with Tammy Brown. Well, yeah, I'll leave it there. <laughs> uh, maybe the Alonso moment as well, because I love Alonso and I didn't want him to have D for Alonso. But yeah, I mean, I didn't like the fact he kept on taking Kai Havertz after like 17 minutes and stuff. But yeah, you know, that's a dunder conversation for another day. But I'll take the Tammy Abraham one. I mean, I didn't like when he was persistent with Tammy Abraham because it was clear to see that Tammy Abraham wasn't good enough to carry Chelsea as a whole. But yeah, let me ask Judah actually. Judah, do you have anything to say before Roundup? Um, no, nah, I mean, I just want to say, like, this was actually a very good episode. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed the LD um, arguments that, you know, we had. So, yeah, and it's nice to, you know, hear um, others with a different point of view, yeah, basically. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. All right, Aiden, how about Happy you? Aiden, do you have anything to say before Roundup? No, just thanks for having me back on, and I'll, yeah, I'll do it again if you need me. Cheers, bro. Cheers. <laughs> So yeah, on that note, man, seriously, thank you guys for coming, Sarah, Aiden, Judah. I really appreciate you guys. Unfortunately, Ubi couldn't make it, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Um, hopefully we get three points. I for me, I think third place is secured, but I don't know why people have been paranoid. But hopefully we get third. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll, I, hopefully, um, third place is secure. And, you know, we can't end we hopefully we end the season on FA Cup trophy, but yeah, we'll get into that. So yeah, hopefully we'll have you guys again soon. And yeah, thank you for coming. Cheers, guys. <laughs>